Here we go. Welcome once again to the greatest song you never heard podcast. I am your host, Chris Cochran. My co-host is with me here today, Mr. Philip the Thrillup Anderson. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but was whoop, the most whoop. Old, old white guy thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Anyway, uh, welcome to the greatest song you never heard. This is a show where we actually feature some songs from our massive libraries uh, of songs that are just grip us, that, that hold us in a place of, of awe. And yet nobody else has ever heard these songs except for uh, Phil and I. And so we share them with each other every time we do one of these shows. I was going to say weekly, but whenever we do one of these shows, because it hasn't quite been weekly lately. And we share these songs with each other, and we get to experience it with you, the listener, for the very first time, just like anything else. How are you doing today, Mr. Philip Anderson? Old white guy, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> get, uh, get off my lawn. Uh, doing great, by the way. Hey, Chris, can I give a shout-out to one of our listeners? You absolutely can. And, it's, and, and Brian, we love you, but this isn't for you. It's for uh, Matt Sparkman. Matt, hang in there. We're pulling for you. You're doing great. And uh, yeah, a lot of prayers going your way. Awesome. What, awesome. What I'm going to say. Awesome. Matt listens Good. to our uh, podcast relentless uh, whenever it's up. So, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll get there today. Uh, yeah. Phil, do you have a greatest song that I've never heard? Well, I know for a fact you have never heard this song. Okay. I know. I, I mean... Uh, if I was uh, 98 to 100%, I would think I'd be 110, 110%. It's, just a, it's a really minor band from the 60s called the Beach Boys. Maybe you've, I'm, nobody's ever heard of them. <clears throat> it's not a Woolberry song. <laughs> By the way, I didn't come into that episode spouting that. I think I had some reluctance, like, you may know this. I have I, one of those songs sitting on the shelf that I've been wanting to bring, but I know I'll get mocked for it because there's a slight <laughs> chance that you've heard it and I can't do it if there's going to be a chance. So, well, we are, uh, each of us have thrown one of those songs out there. Okay. Mine was a little bit worse. You know, but uh, I definitely knew the uh, Elvis, Elvis Costello, Costello one. Yeah. 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 So awesome. we've we both thrown one of those out. That's true. Um, today, I can guarantee you, you have not heard this, but I wanted to ask you, Chris, because you have some musical tastes that uh, um, you like to think outside the box. You like to listen outside the box. You really don't like hits necessarily, right? Oh, I do. I you, really... You re I, yeah. Is that right? You like I'm a sucker for just a good pop song. Like K-pop is wonderful. I love a good, like just a pop song with a good hook. Uh, I yes, I absolutely love just generic. Okay, hits. because uh, there are times when you're like, I hate this band. I hate this guy because they're so mainstream. So I got the impression you didn't those per se. It, it's kind of a. I guess kind of, it should be. I should say it depends. Like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan by any stretch. I don't like any of the music she's ever done, not a single song. Um, but that probably has to do more with my bias towards her whiny voice and crappy, trite songwriting than it does. But she writes hits, and I get it, and I understand why people like it. But at the same time, and I'm also listening to, like, BTS and loving every second of it, and it doesn't get any more shitty pop than that, right? Oh, that is – they're a worldwide phenom. Uh, yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, Taylor Swift – 
uh, at the time of this recording, dating Travis Kelsey with the Chiefs. But by the time you hear this, they're probably already broken up because that's how that works. It has to be orchestrated, by the way. Can we talk about that for 10 seconds? There's no way on earth that that whole thing isn't orchestrated by her and him. Not that she needs any more stuff, but all of a sudden he's in every commercial now, too. By the way, within weeks of them announcing this, it's an NFL thing. They're like, what can we do to cross over into this? demographic yep. oh well let's just get taylor and uh travis together mm-hmm. so uh yeah because there was a time where he tried to get a hold of her and she blew him off so yep now it's a different sort of blowing off but anyway so i digress uh because we don't want an explicit tag on this that's true you got uh, a song for me i do and i i try to preface that and tease it and tee it up and all of those little what are the cliches uh with this whole idea of a hit, mm. what what makes a hit? Mm. Um, <clears throat> because you're right, she does write hit songs. Okay, uh, Billy Joel, one of the American songwriters, writes hit songs. Uh, he uh, who is it? Uh, Eric Clapton. Yes, <clears throat> wrote the blues. No one bought the blues, so he wrote some other songs that were hit songs so he could afford to write and play the songs he loved. Right, right. Okay, so this song never made it anywhere. Hmm. I already like it. Well, okay. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) We'll see you next. (laughs) Uh, We're going to get right into it. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Here we go. truck for a date about a quarter till seven her mama said you'll be dead if you don't have her home by 11 i brought her baby girl back about an hour too late and ever since then everything's gone great i think she loves me i think she loves me i 
loves me. Cause her mama don't like me. I say that she loves me. Mama don't like me. I say that she loves me. So in my opinion, oh Susie Q. <laughs> oh, I did suggest that to the band. Do you know the band? I may. Know me better than you think you do. Is that right? Why is that? I hated that song. <laughs> so there's a number of things, right? It's country. It's yes. contemporary country. Uh, yeah. By the way, for the record, you and I both share our uh, infinite dislike. I don't like to use the word hate. I know Chris, by the way, uses the word hate a lot during the baseball season. Mm, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> Outside the baseball season, I don't really hear him using the word hate. Uh, I had to talk him off the ledge the other day after a Jerry DePoto uh, press conference. <laughs> so <True>. we digress. <clears throat> so we have this strong dislike for contemporary country music. Yes. I would even go so far as to say I don't really like country music in general at all. Hmm. The reason I Fair like enough. this. Well, you know, I'm not even going to go there. I want to ask you what you disliked about this song. <laughs> Um, okay, I, there's a few things I disliked about this song. Um, first off, the the production on it was way too slick for the messaging and the um, theme of the song. He's talking about how he's like this bad boy country dude who messing with his girlfriend's mama, and it sounds like it was a four billion dollar studio that that put this record out, not like it's some country dude. Um, second off, um, if you've ever listened to the Bee Gees or ABBA, you don't have to have an accent when you sing. That is contrived and forced, and there's no way that that person talks like that. I can 90% I, I can certainty this person does not talk with that twang, which means it's a forced dialect, which drives me crazy because it's inauthentic. Um, the last part about it that I didn't like was just the whole, like the lyrics themselves. Um, I, I'm okay with the whole, like, I'm a bad boy, and so that's why my girlfriend likes me. Um, I just, I thought it was like his examples of being a bad boy or he walks into someone's house unannounced and walks across the kitchen floor in muddy boots. That's like, no, you're just a child. That's what you are. You're not a bad boy. You're a child squealing your tires and entering people's houses without knocking. You're being a child. So a couple things. First of all, I hope I don't know this person who wrote this, by the way. <laughs> you don't, but you do okay, know. Good. Well, actually, I don't know who wrote this song. I, I couldn't okay. tell you. But I can tell you, you know, the cousin of the person who sang this song. So uh, <clears throat> here's the thing. I liked this song because it, to me, is the perfect formula for a hit song. Got mm. a couple of verses, 
throw a bridge in. I mean, a couple of verses, a chorus, throw a bridge in, back to the chorus and out. Okay. And uh, I rather like the lyrics because I, you know, um, what is it? Uh, well, I track her muddy boots across the kitchen floor. I honk the horn. Don't bother knocking on the door. Getting wild, squealing tires, burning rubber in the dry. I mean, there's a there's a rhythm to these lyrics that I've always liked. And I told this person uh, that this song should be released, even though hmm. I'm not a country fan. I believe this would be a hit song. Okay, hmm. because most hit songs are pretty shallow and i, yeah, yeah. I, I and this is no, this got, would play all day long on country radio like well, i could see dudes i think it would pickup trucks yep you know what i'm saying and i also i also think it's cro- it would cross over okay hmm. so all of that being said and then i also said you know in the live shows you should do a little suzy q at the outro and he's mm-hmm. like no we can't do that i'm like you cover other songs why would you cover that in a perfect <laughs> Anyway, I'm just an idiot, but this person actually played at the North Idaho Art on the Green um, hmm. for, I don't know, probably, let's say, 2012. Okay. Something like that. And uh, this is my cousin. Okay. Uh, I, uh, they, they, they combined, so there's a guy named, and I never did figure out what chance Nathan's having trouble uh, responding to me, son of a bitch. But uh, the guy that he, he, it was called Nathan chance. Okay. Okay. And I think she loved me. I think she loves me is the name of the song. I like the song and I don't like country. And I, um, I just see the value of this being a really pop song. Here's the thing, Nathan and chance uh, went down into Nashville and picked some songs that people wrote that they thought would be good, recorded them, made an album. And then they, you know, Nathan decided he wanted to be more, uh, not really mature, but more responsible. So he got a, a real job, a gotcha. real job, I say with quotes. And uh, his partner kind of got pissed off a little bit. Yeah. So he can't even find this song on Spotify. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but, it's too bad because I think Nathan has a lot of talent, mm-hmm. but he took a different path because he has a family. Hmm. Uh, and, and what an uh, untimely decision too. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but over the summer uh, in August, um, we actually had an occurrence that's never happened in the history of popular music before. The top three songs on the Billboard Hot 100 were country songs. Is that that's right? never happened before. Uh, really? And, yeah. So- Country is is like at an all time high as far as uh, people receiving it, and I think that you're right. I think that this could have been could be. A, I could hear this song, even though it's everything I dislike about modern country. This is a typical stereotypical modern country song. It should be playing. I, that guy should be a, a pop sensation right now. Well, and I'm telling you, <clears throat> you know, I don't know the length of the song, but I'm guessing it's three minutes and twenty six seconds mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, the formula verse verse. Uh, chorus or verse like chorus. It's A A B B. Yeah. Bridge A A B B bridge. You know. Yep. It's, yeah. It's everything that uh, a pop song that that is actually you know making the charts would sound yeah. like, uh, and that's what I identify in this. I remember <clears throat> being at a family reunion, and Nathan was there, and we had a karaoke machine up there. And I thought, um, I'm gonna really screw with Nathan. 
<laughs> so I requested Nathan to sing Back in Black by mm. ACDC. Yeah. And he and he freaking nailed it. Really? Yeah. I, I it's like, okay, Nathan, I, I take that back. You can do that. We also did a, a duet together, a little sets or tune. Please tell um, me it was Lord Lift Us Up Where yeah. We Belong. No, it was jump <laughs> it was jump jive and whale. <laughs> and he did all the high parts because I can't get up there. But yeah, it it was a lot of fun. Nathan's a good guy. And uh, uh, I, I felt like he, you know, it's like that, that uh, plant, that seed you plant yep. and it's like pushing up through and it doesn't quite get through the, and you, then you bail before it, you know, yeah breaks through. Anyway, I felt like I really, I've wanted to play this song for many, many months. I'm glad you brought it. I, you know, what's funny is the older that I get, the less visceral I get about um, terrible songs. I used to get really angry when I was younger. Now I can enjoy them. <laughs> really, like it would bring me anger to hear something I didn't like. Now I, I get more like, I can look at it from an intellectual standpoint. And there's a lot of songs that I can listen to, dislike, but understand the appeal to other people. Right. Um, or um, not, not experience that anger rage and building up inside me and, and i did that with this one i didn't it while i didn't love this song it sure. doesn't actually like make me angry oh and i knew you wouldn't like it i, I mean <laughs> I, I knew it but here's I, the thing <clears throat> we we don't always play things that uh look I, I'm, I'm gonna put things out there that i hope you like but i knew this one wasn't that yeah just be, because of the history right now yep. again i don't like contemporary country right. but this song i could see going somewhere that that was my whole point. Just a quick little tease. My song for next week oh. might actually be one that you don't like. Is that right? Yes. Oh, with that, yes. uh, please. Uh, who's running this one? This is uh, you are. Tell us where people can I'm, find us on the internet. Okay. As the and uh, last week we got things a little confused on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, is G S Y N H podcast. Okay. And then on Facebook, yep. greatest song you never heard. And of course our website, because we own that the greatest song you never heard.com. And uh, we're not on Instagram. Cause why? And uh, we're not on YouTube because they wouldn't let us play any of these. So that is true. That is true. <laughs> we're, With, we're too sketchy for YouTube. I, I think so. But yeah. I mean, what we're doing here is we're trying to get people to listen to other songs. Yes. To open their mind. Yes. It doesn't mean that uh, everyone that hears these are going to, you guys, you guys are screwed up. This song sucks. Brian probably says that on every one of my songs, our <laughs> listener, Brian. <clears throat> but you know what? Uh, it's going to open some minds for those that are listening. And that's, that's, that's our aim and goal. And, mm -hmm. uh, Sorry, you're not going to be able to find this song anywhere except for Reverb Nation. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, with that, we will uh, see you, hear you, touch you, feel you, talk to you next time on The Greatest Song You Never Heard. <laughs>